All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks so much for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 27th of April. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of your day. The top news comes from overseas. In what could be a fatal blow for the biggest ever M&A deal in the gaming industry globally, the UK's antitrust watchdog has blocked Microsoft's $69 billion takeover of Activision Blizzard. The Competition and Markets Authority blocked the deal over concerns that Activision titles like Call of Duty would bolster Microsoft's edge over rivals in cloud gaming, threatening growth in the small but growing segment of the industry. Following the decision, analysts were baffled that concerns over the future of the cloud-based play could shutter the deal as regulators more often focus on competition in mature developed markets, according to a report by Bloomberg. The companies plan to appeal. Now back home, the union cabinet yesterday approved the National Medical Devices Policy, which is aimed at growing the promising sector in India. It aims to help the sector grow from $11 billion at present to $50 billion by 2030. In order to do this, several measures have been identified. Among others, the government intends to provide a single window clearance system for licensing of medical devices and to enhance the role of Indian standards like the Bureau of Indian Standards and to design coherent pricing regulation. It also aims to set up large medical device parks in proximity to economic zones with requisite logistics connectivity. Now, in other news, a Hinduja group firm, Indusind International Holdings, has emerged as the highest bidder with an offer of 9,650 crore rupees to take over the debt-ridden Reliance Capital in the second round of auction. The other two suitors, Torrent Investments and Oaktree, did not participate in the second round of auction. But any decision on the resolution of Reliance Capital by the Committee of Creditors will be subject to the outcome of the Supreme Court's judgment in an appeal that was filed by Torrent Investments. Now, there are a bunch of earnings to tell you about. Bajaj Finance saw its consolidated net profit rise in the fourth quarter on account of higher core income from loans and lower provisions against bad loans. The lender's net profit rose 30.5% year-on-year to 3,158 crore rupees and its net interest income on a consolidated basis stood at just over 7,770 crore rupees, up as much as 28%. Now, SBI Life Insurance's fourth quarter profit rose year-on-year, beating estimates it was as much as 16% higher at 777 crore rupees during the fourth quarter. Analysts tracked by Bloomberg had pegged it at 677 crore rupees. The company's revenue during the quarter rose as much as 6%. In the auto space, Maruti Suzuki's results were announced during market hours, but uh, we got some clarity on the capacity expansion that was approved by the board. It turns out that the planned increase in capacity will take place alongside the plant that is currently being built in Karkora in Haryana. The proposal is to expand annual production capacity by up to 10 lakh units. And the management has said that the company will use internal accruals to fund the expansion. 
In international news, China's President Xi Jinping held his first call with Ukraine's Vladimir Zelensky since Russia's invasion more than a year ago. According to a Bloomberg report, the readouts of the call struck familiar themes and suggested that there had been no major breakthroughs. Xi, looking to bolster his image as a global peacemaker, said that negotiations are the only viable way out of the Ukraine crisis, while Zelensky's office called it productive, but said that there could be no peace until Russia gives back land it took at the start of the invasion and leaves Crimea. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended mixed, with the Dow and the S&P 500 losing 0.7 and 0.4% respectively. The tech-heavy Nasdaq gained 0.5%. In the Asia-Pacific region, all three early risers have begun lower. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. Earnings front and center looks like, but we've also got the monthly expiry today. What's most important to focus on ahead of trade? Good morning, Alex. Well, soft global markets probably indicate that we'll have a start which is uh, tepid to flattish. And that shouldn't surprise people, except for that one move on a Monday um, because of aided by a bunch of heavyweights. We haven't really made any headway and expect that to be the same. Even in the U.S. markets, the Nasdaq did okay, but Dow did not, as you pointed out. And the futures are pointing towards the green because of Meta. But that's separate. So the indices are wedged in a very tight range. Uh, rural focus sectors, by the way, are doing well. FMCG, auto are seeing some traction. And, you know, when you see reactions to uh, stocks like KPIT, which is extremely expensive, but yet gains about 6-7% after the guidance, it just shows that the market is focused on growth and growth is getting rewarded. Today, there are a bunch of stocks on which there will be hopes pinned for growth. Maybe not an HUL, but certainly an Access Bank. Maybe not a Wipro, but certainly a Trent. Maybe not an Emphasis, but certainly an Indian Hotels. And then there is ACC, CoForge, and Pharma stocks like Loras Labs and Glenmark Life, all of which will be watched out for. Speaking of growth, the markets may reward HDFC Life, extremely strong performance. Uh, the Q4 AP growth was 54% versus the consensus estimates at nearly 20%. And in Morgan Stanley's words, Q4 underscored HDFC Life's growth, DNA and execution. Uh, the brokerage has upped the target price to 700 and believes that the valuation which has derated significantly in recent years to attractive levels provides an opportunity. No such luck for SBI Life, wherein the Q4 APE growth was very muted. And if you look at a three-year APE CAGR, it was just 16.6% versus in HDFC Life's 21.6%. Uh, however, the low-cost ratios probably add to the comfort, but the stock may not necessarily react positively in today's session. The big boy Bajaj Finance had a strong quarter with NII profits both growing and gross and net NPAs both coming off. In fact, very positive view from brokerages like Morgan Stanley again on that one, wherein the target price are stiffly higher. And the belief is that the management guidance of loan growth being revised higher should aid the sentiment out there. A blockbuster quarter by Sinjin. Uh, the revenues were up 31%. EBITDA was up 32%. Margins too at 31.8% were extremely strong. And that should also aid the sentiment on Sinjin. In fact, uh, 
if you look at the free cash flow generation that increased on a YOI basis by nearly 200 percentage points to 317 crores, which is extremely positive for Sinjin. No such luck though for Voltas, which had a, a tepid quarter EBITDA margins contracted uh, to 7.38 versus 9.79. The estimates were nearly 9%. Net profit down 21%. So a weakish quarter, a ho-hum quarter for LTTS as well, which on most counts essentially went ahead and just about met estimates. So let's see how this one reacts. And lastly, uh, stocks like Tata Power and Rail Vikas Nigam. Tata Power, SNP Global has upgraded the rating to double B plus and Rail Vikas Nigam, wherein it has been designated now as a Navaratna company by the finance ministry. So these are a few stocks to watch out for. Well, with that, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.